This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Happy Saturday. Don't forget, it's supposed to be a great weekend. Well, there's potential for rain on Sunday. But uh, get out and about, go down to the farmer's market, support local uh, restaurants and things like that. But I'm glad you tuned in today. And don't forget, share the information with friends. There's podcasts every week, literally right after the segment. Max is uh, loading them into the system. And if you miss any of the segments you missed last week's show, uh, you can go to goodlifeguy.com. There's a link that will take you to knssradio.com, and you can have everything. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, holiday entertaining, but uh, with a twist, literally. Yeah, I, I got a wine of the week, and it's a great one. It's a, a Cabernet from Spain. And if you know anything about Spanish winemaking, those two words have only been used together, Cabernet and Spain, in the last two decades. Uh, back when I lived in Spain, you'd be hard-pressed to find a wine based on or 100% Cabernet. But I got one, and it's from a really unusual growing region, unusual, different, Navarre. It's up in the far uh, north-central part of Spain. It's uh, it's part. Some people will tell you it's part of Basque country. Some will tell you no. It depends on whether they're Basque or, uh, or a Madrileña, a Spanish person. Um, but that wine's going to be fun. That'll be later. Uh, I got some other quick news to talk about, uh, but I'll hold that off to the second half. Uh, the wine world lost a, uh, a star just, just before Thanksgiving. We'll talk about that. But now we must talk about cocktails. You know, I think I remember back to my parents' parties. Everybody would bring their bottle of booze, and the parents would have mixers set up, and they would make drinks. And I did that some in the early days, but since then, it's been pretty much wine. But I think, from my perspective, cocktails have become so much more. There are so many things happening in our country, in the world, for that matter, uh, that uh, that have, you know, tales of the cocktail, some of these bartender competitions, uh, books like the one we're going to talk about. It's simply called Every Cocktail Has a Twist. Master 25 classic drinks and craft more than 200 variations. It's with my guests, husband and wife team, Carrie Jones and John McCarthy. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Good Life. 
Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Hi. How are you? Well, and you know, there's a little bit of pause in there. We just talked through it. It's okay. So if I step on you, uh, keep the faith. We'll back up and, and we'll get you and vice versa. So, we you know, I did a little research about you guys. You are a, a, a fine-looking young couple, and you've been very productive in bartending, uh, in making books. Uh, I, I, is this your second book, John? It is. Our first book was called uh, Be Your Own Bartender. came out in 2018. Yeah, and, you know, that it's – it's such a handy tool. I went and looked at uh, some of the pages that I could find on Amazon, and uh, you know, it's a it, it, it's a way that you can make creativity and a party based on that, and you don't have to make the drink so powerful that everybody gets schnockered, uh, and you don't have to drink two cases of wine for ten people, you know. Um, so <laughs> let's go back and talk about you two. I, I, I think you have an interesting story that. How you got together, where, uh, how that played out, and how you ended up being uh, where you are today, and then what got you to write "Every Cocktail Has a Twist." Absolutely. the The joke we have between us is that uh, the first cocktail John ever made me was so good I married him. It's, it's mostly a joke. I think we still say it's about ninety percent a joke. <laughs> um, we met more than ten years ago. John was running the cocktail program at a amazing bar and restaurant in Manhattan. I was friends with the chef, came in to have a few bites, and was just really impressed by the cocktails. Um, started chatting. I ended up interviewing him, writing about him, and twelve years later, here we are with our second book and a toddler. So it all went well. So the way it worked John. was uh, she re- she reviewed me. <laughs> I hope it was a good review. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and well, here we are. Yeah. Um, but growing up, and, and this is everybody asks me, when did I start liking wine? My folks in the restaurant business, everybody's heard this, but and I thought their wine list was magnificent in the day, mostly French and. When I say in the day, we're talking about the 60s, uh, and California wasn't happening yet. But cocktails were, and they had one of the biggest bars that was such a destination. I mean, I'm talking, I believe, if I remember correctly, and I'm kind of wagging here, but if you have filled every chair at their bar in the steakhouse that they owned, it would hold 100 people. You know, And then they had a piano bar. Uh, that, you know, you could get like 20 people around and, uh, and cocktails were, were fun. So you guys get together in a time where the cocktail stuff is just kind of, well, it's been catching wind for the last 10 years. I think, uh, I don't remember when tales of the cocktail started, but certainly bartender competition, this thing. And John, you as a bartender in New York, I bet you, we could just talk to you about stories from that time period. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I was already working in bars and restaurants with bartending when the classic cocktail trend really started. And uh, I was seeing the my contemporaries really going deep uh, into research. Um, and I thought to myself, like, how are they figuring out all these old drinks? And then I discovered they were reading all these old cocktail books. And I thought to myself, I know how to read. So I went and I bought a bunch of these old cocktail books and started teaching myself how to do it and started putting them out there. Uh, as I learned them, I started making them behind the bar. 
Yeah. Well, you know, that sounds easy, and you paraphrased it nicely. But uh, to develop a reputation, to develop the skills and have the memory to put them together consistently and make people go, wow, is kind of a challenge. And I think that's where, in my opinion, things have changed. You know, bartenders used to be whoever you could get to stand behind the bar and not Steve booze or money, and they could make all the standards, you know, and uh, we've certainly come a long way from that. Well, that's still an important part of the job. I think yeah. John will tell you. <laughs> I'm, given. I'm laughing because, yeah, trying to make sure nobody's drunk or stealing from you is very, <laughs> that's, that, that's a not an easy thing to find every time. <laughs> no. John, did you have, professional training ever in your journey as a bartender or did was it all self-study uh, as a all self-study um i started in the kitchen um i was a yeah. dishwasher and then i was a line cook in college and then i moved to the front of the house because uh, you make a lot more money in the front i always said in the front of the house there's candlelight music and pretty girls <laughs> it's not hot and you're not standing up the whole time and nobody's yelling at you yeah, well, there you go. Wait, yes, chef. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, okay, then. So, Carrie, you meet John, makes you a great drink, and and you guys kind of hit it off. Did you have interest in spirits before you guys met? I did absolutely. Um, at the time, I was the managing editor at a food website called Serious Eats, where I worked for a number of years. And my, my background was really in food writing, but I always loved the way that food intersected with so many different worlds, with wine, obviously, with travel, and with cocktails. And this was um, sort of late aughts when the, when the classic cocktail trend really was coming back. And it was just a, a fascinating world to discover and be a part of, um, particularly in New York City, when so many, um, so many really exciting bars were opening up. So... I had already done quite a bit of cocktail writing, but through meeting and getting to know John, really, um, we started collaborating more on the recipe side of things, which has always been so interesting for me because I have a lot of, I have a lot of knowledge from one side of the bar, from the side of the bar of the person drinking, um, and a lot of professional knowledge there, but I've never been behind the bar. So John really contributes the professional side, and I contribute the writing side. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that both of you have time in the kitchen because uh, <laughs> there's direct correlation between being able to assemble food and also being able to assemble a cocktail with all the various ingredients that we have available to us today. Um, how about this, John? Here's, and I think that, oh, sorry, go ahead. And I, I think that the craft cocktail trend um, really wasn't too far behind you know, the rise of the Food Network and the idea of celebrity chefs and local ingredients and all that. I think, you know, the, the concept of being a foodie, you know, some of these things we sort of laugh at now. But um, I think that sort of the attention and care people pay to the ingredients and technique in cocktails um, really is a direct outcome of the same thing happening in the food world. Well, I couldn't agree more. And it's so funny, you know, you mentioned the Food, the food Network. Uh, I went to the first 26 years of the Aspen Food and Wine Classic. And, of course, in the beginning, it really was all wine. But as the years progressed, sure. more spirits got involved. Uh, my first uh, 
25-year-old single malt scotch was tasted there. You know, you get the picture. Some of the big names were there. Certainly some of the big bartenders or uh, mixologists were there. And uh, and it's, it's I, I think, like you said, the, you know, it's hard to say farm to table, but the emphasis on high-quality food and how it's made and with what ingredients has bled into uh, making great cocktails. And, God, when you think, I'm not a big fan of some of the ultra-fancy smoked, uh, you know, uh, infused drinks, but uh, we've really come a long way. I, I'd love to see, if my mom and dad could be here, I'd love to see what they have to say. If they thumb through your book and look at the basics, the classic cocktails, but then looked at some of the variations that you guys have come up with, I think that would be really interesting. And, uh, you know, I still could hear my mom when the night was over at the restaurant and I got rousted up sleeping on a cot in the back room to go home and it's, you know, two 30 in the morning and she'd go, Hey, let's have one, one for the road. And she would have something stupid like a, a white Russian or, you know, something with cream to cocoa in it. And I'm thinking, I just want to go home. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's see, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll kind of start talking about the book. I think when, if you go to a bar and you can keep yourself from ordering a gin and tonic or a rum and coke, nothing wrong with either of those, but ask the bartender, uh, and I've done this, you know, so what are you famous for? What can you make that will wow me? I like bourbon. Go. And sometimes just watching that happen is entertaining. And then when you get it, it's like a whole nother world in a glass. It's not just bourbon and Coke. It's, uh, you know, it's something really special. And, and some of the ingredients that we use these days, pretty amazing stuff. So you guys stay where you are. I'll stay right here. Max will take us to a commercial break. We come back. We're talking about every cocktail has a twist. 25 classic drinks and craft. More than 200 variations by my guests, Kerry Jones and John McCarthy. There's information at Good Life Guy. The book came out in November. You can order a copy right now, and there's a link that'll take you right to Amazon.com to get a copy. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 